1: move over to the defense Vince and talk about the Notre Dame defense I was very impressed with what I saw today from the defense in a number of areas number one is you know I thought the I thought the different things that that we saw from them the blitz packages we won't get into specifics of what they were doing just because that's just something that I don't think is right for us to do uh you know putting that kind of stuff out there but I thought the things we saw Vince was very well designed they were their their overload pressures were not True overloads as much as they were just knowing the weakness in the pass protection scheme and then being able to hit it with the right angles and the right person. I thought that they were super competitive today. That's something that I noticed on all three levels of the defense, first and second team. They were really going to – I mean, there was a walk-on safety. Marty Hour, had the yeah. hit of the day during team. I yeah. mean, brought a little slider. I mean, dude just flew down 100 miles an hour. Uh, I think 26 is Chase Dixon-Vince. Uh, I know he's listed as a receiver on the uh, the board. I think his name is Chase Dixon, and I mean he had a pick today, which was like, dude, what a great play that was, you know. And uh, Isaiah Dunn, excuse me, Isaiah Dunn is the kid okay. who that play. He's a walk on corner, and I'm like, that is a that is a scholarship play right there. Like he he baited the quarterback, jumped in front of it, picked it off, and I'm like, that's a heck of a play right there, and and.
2: Well, at first, I thought it was Xavier Watts because I forgot to yes, change his number. But,
1: but you know what I mean? Because it looked,
2: was that. Yes, it was that right? kind of a right. play. He, was like, he didn't look yeah. like,
1: oh, look at the walk on, made a great play. Look at yeah. this dude. Who's this dude? Is this, right? you know, uh, made a heck of a play. And, and the reason we point to the two walk ons is because we saw that from everybody today, I thought. Even the, when they would lose a rep, they lost it aggressively. Sure. They lost it battling. Yeah. And I think that's something that I liked from them today. I thought the secondary, I have been told the last couple practices has been very pro offense. I think today was those days where the defense secondary said, uh, "Okay, we got something for you today. And that's exactly where you want to be as a coach. You want to see days where one group wins, but then the next group, the other group bounces back the next day. That's that competitiveness. So big picture, Vince, I, I was very impressed with the way the defense forget the execution which was good and the plays that they made and all that I just like the competitiveness they were flying around fast they looked that was a big thing for me especially the first team they looked fast right like there wasn't a ton of thinking there was a little bit of that during inside run but there wasn't during the past periods they were flying around during those periods and part of it is because it was a blitz period you're you're naturally going to be more downhill But I thought that was good to see, Vince, was just that competitiveness and the speed that we saw from that group today.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
3: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
2: They looked a little unfettered. Is that a good word for it? Like they weren't overthinking how things were going to go. They were just mm-hmm. playing. And we know that there's speed on this team. We know there's speed on this defense. And when they're just allowed to play, they're going to play fast, and that's what they did today. Uh, so I thought that that was good. I thought that the defense—it felt like, especially during team when when Notre Dame would drop back to throw, the defense it's just like, man, there's a lot of white shirts in the where they're supposed to be. You know, there would they they only I think they only let a wide receiver get loose once, and then it was a bad throw anyway. Uh, it was to Tobias Merriweather on the sideline, just underneath us he got kind of with behind the first team yes with yes. the first team yeah yeah he kind of got behind the zone he was wide open uh because i don't think jaden Mickey was supposed to let him go but he did and he was wide open but they missed him and so it ended up being an incomplete pass everything else it just felt like man they're throwing into the double coverage or throwing like there's there's white shirts everywhere uh so you know i was impressed with the way the defensive play did the defense played And as we said at the very top of the show to begin with, defense won today. Like today was the defense's day. Uh, Again, part of that is due to the manner in which they were doing things with, you know, having it be a blitz practice. But at the same time, they executed. I mean, they did Mm -hmm. what they were supposed to do, and they came and they played. And so it was fun to watch the defense today. No doubt about that.
1: Let's start up front. I thought two guys, there was really three guys above all others that stood out to me today is as the best and you you can you can add to this Vince because again we were sometimes watching different periods I thought Jason Onye Javante Jean Baptiste were the two best defensive linemen today in my opinion and I thought Riley Mills had a really good day as well and they were mixing up the units they again they were doing a lot of they were doing some dime stuff at times they were doing nickel stuff at times we saw very very little base defense and today the first the quote unquote first team defense was Howard Cross and Gabriel Rubio, and the second team was was Jason Onye and Riley Mills. The Jason Onye, Riley Mills group, and now sometimes when I say second team, they weren't always working against the twos. They would rotate them in with right. It was the second group of that second group in. was without question better than the first group today. Yeah. I mean, when Riley Mills and Jason Onye are on the field together, they were dominant a lot mm-hmm. of times today. Both of them against the run, against the pass we We had we had Prince Collie had said something in an interview recently. He was like, you know, Jason Onye is unblockable. I see what he's talking about now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like he's not unblockable, right? I mean, he lost his some reps too, but he's a really disruptive force. He's big, like legitimately two ninety plus now. But his foot quickness and ability to explode vertically, is as good as Notre Dame has on the inside right now. I mean, he almost looked like Jason Adamiola coming out of his stance, but Jason – Onye shows more lateral quickness than Jason. Jason Amouls is a straight line, really yep. fast guy. But the reason he didn't make a lot of plays in the ball is he didn't—he couldn't always change direction really effectively. Mm-hmm. Onye could. I mean, there's like one series during a team period of events where I think Onye was literally in the quarterback's face, and I and I, I think it was three three straight plays. He whooped a guard twice in the center, and I think he was he whipped both guards in the center on like three straight <laughs> plays, just... and got in the backfield. It's just like, dude. yeah like right. this guy's a beast. And part of it is is because they're trying to slide over to Riley. And then Jason's getting one on one. And then, you know, Riley made his Riley, I thought, was really good today in the run. Like there were several times he was beating people up off the line, getting into gaps, He's know, getting, getting physical. Like uh, he
2: was yeah. he was very physical today, uh, was Riley Mills. He and he did I mean he, he was bull rushing some dudes. Uh and I and I thought that he really showed out with his physicality. Uh, and and when he did that, he was plugging up some holes by doing that and pushing, you know, some of those offensive linemen back into the backfield, and it was disrupting some of the things that they wanted to do. So, uh, I agree with you. I thought I thought Riley Mills. Again, I feel like we're talked. We talked about him a bunch last year, right? But like, I, I feel like he's starting to really come into his own.
1: I think um, at least today, yeah, we saw that consistently being good i think onye was a, a the big takeaway for me today fence because we had heard a lot about it we're like okay yeah we'll, we'll see right. about that but what we saw was like okay that's legit like and it's his motor it just stopped just today did not stop running but he's a lot like howard cross in that regard howard cross if howard cross is taking a rep he's taking it hard i mean he, he's going hard like howard does not take plays right. off You know, I love that about, I mean, am I wrong on that? Have you ever seen Howard cross like kind of three quarter speed, except unless it's like, that's what the drill is designed to do. Right. Howard's Mm going to compete every single rep. Jason Onye did that, but Jason Onye is about 25 pounds bigger than Howard cross and, and much taller and longer. And, and uh, you know, Howard had did what Howard does today. I mean, he was his normal self, but seeing that from Jason Onye today was huge because we've been hearing it throughout fall camp I'll have or spring spring ball I'll have an intel piece hopefully by the end of the weekend on the defense and one of the things I've already heard from several sources is just how good Jason Onye is it was nice to be able to because like like here's the thing Vince like if if we would have seen that or been told that and you know everyone's like oh you know this guy's really good and he's having a great spring and all this kind of stuff but then we you know the one practice we get to see he doesn't do anything it's like okay sure guys you know, right whatever, whatever see you see. a little bit of what they're telling yeah, us yeah right because i was say right. with Jaden thomas right that that was the sure. big thing like okay we keep hearing how good he is but then we see him play and it's like mm, you know and then finally he broke out last year but with jason it was nice to see it firsthand because like okay yeah i see i see what they're talking about today he can he if he needs to bull rush he literally and this isn't just one-on-ones vince i mean it's fine i'm talking about during team he was getting up underneath guards and centers there was one time And I think part of this is why you think Pat Coogan needs to get stronger. But my argument would be he did that to everybody. Is he would get up underneath Pat Coogan's pads and lift him up off the ground and just carry him back into the backfield. Like he did that to, he did that to Rocco once. He did that to Billy Shrouth once. I mean, he was just whooping everybody. And, and so I was just kind of like, I just, just, I just whoops people, man. Like I just, I was impressed by, just how powerful he really was at the point of attack and 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 but it's he's quick though that's the thing he's not just a bull he's quick he can get a he got a round guys they did one slant where Riley shot hard in front of him and then Jason looped or came I mean it was a like right off his butt and just beat the guard to the spot and got into the quarterback's face I said man okay this kid's this kid I mean so far this kid looks legit and so it was great to see that. This is yeah. why I gave him a yeah. four-and-a-half-star upside grade. Yeah. It's like yeah. you thought if the light went on someday, he's got a chance to be good, but he also – why he had a three-and-a-half-star grade because you just don't know if the light's ever going to go on. It was impre- It was good to see him today. And I'll tell you what, Blake Fisher was having a hard time with Javante Jean-Baptiste today.
2: Yeah, that his was – His hand play yeah. is impressive. It's fast, too. Oh. Like he moves his hands quickly, and, and it allows him to then get around guys – I mean, there was, there was one rep where I saw him go around the outside, and there was another rep where I saw him use his hands and then cut inside. He's, if he can continue this, I mean, I'm not unhappy that he showed up at Notre Dame. I mean, he's, he has an opportunity to be pretty stinking good. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he was going up against Blake Fisher all day. Like, right. that's not an easy task. He's and he's the only one that I saw beat Joe Walt today.
1: Yeah. True. And when Joe beat him, which was, every other rep it was he had to work he had to work to beat him and he is long I, I knew he was long but I didn't realize how long he was and the other thing too is he's he's a lot stronger he looks a lot stronger than I saw him at than what he was in Ohio State his upper body has really filled out in his three months so far at Notre Dame Vince he's got strong hands but his ability to use to to use his hands like Blake would get hands on, and Javante would just whip smack his hands off, and then just get around him. He had several reps like that during one on ones and team. Yeah. And the other thing that I was surprised by, too, Vince, and you had noted you had noted this as well when you and I were talking. He can he's his ability to set the edge in that first run team period was I thought was was really impressive as well because that's the only question. I, I mean, I know his pass rush is good. We've seen it on film. Could he set the edge the way you need to as a big end during that it, that team only run period? Or inside run period, I was impressed by what I saw from him from the ability just to be physical at the point of attack. He didn't have the thickest lower body in the, in the universe. I thought he was really good being able to hold his own on the edge in the run game as well, Vince.
2: Yeah, no, and that's gonna be that's gonna be something that he's gonna have to. I mean, he was he was decent at it today, right? I mean, they, he was better than I thought he was gonna be today. But he's gonna have to continue to get better, I think. Otherwise, teams are gonna run right at him, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're gonna run underneath him. Or whatever because they think he's just going to be in there for pass rush if he wants to be an every down guy on the edge he's going to have to do a a good job of that right and i was impressed today like okay there's still room for improvement obviously but it was way better than i thought it was going to be yeah which which is good which is really good um and there's time it's again it's april 1st now there's time for him to become that guy and you know He's got an opportunity because of what is at that position, right? I mean, he's got an opportunity to be that guy if he can make it happen.
3: Right.
1: I thought Gabriel Rubio did some nice things today at the point of attack. He's physical. He just he doesn't have a lot of moves besides power. Uh, I thought that um you know, Junior Chimo had some solid raps today, reps today. The Vipers as a whole, they were I felt like they were just doing power rushes today. I felt like they weren't working on their speed moves that we've seen from them in the past. I think that maybe that was kind of part of the blitz package today was working on that power move because they were all doing it, and um, you didn't see a ton from them today. I'll tell you a guy Vince that I was underwhelmed by uh, Donovan Heinisch, I like that kid. That kid can play. Can, well, that kid's got fight. Yeah. I mean, he. It's, yeah.
2: Thank you for having him wear the same number as his brother, yes. because there's a lot. It's, it's a like your Yeah. Like the, it he really sold is. out well. Yeah. The guy absolutely. that I was
1: disappointed by today was Nana Osafa Mensa, and and he's he's done some really nice things from a leadership standpoint. Part of it is they had him playing inside today, and he just he can't play inside. Again, part of the nickel package is he's not moving inside the three technique. This was part of the like the the blitz package, the nickel and dime stuff they were doing today. He just can't hold his water inside, Vince. He just he can't hold up at the point of attack inside. He got pushed around way too much because he's just not an interior. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. He's not an interior guy. And I thought that was a, a little. He was the guy that got got knocked down on that long long run from Jabron Payne. And he's just—he's not an inside guy.
2: That's just he, not going to work. You know who? Yeah.
1: Sorry, go ahead, Ben. I was, was going
2: to say he was invisible to me today. Like I didn't yeah. even—I didn't even notice him, which is bad. Like he's a guy. If his defense is going to be good, he needs to be noticed. And I—he right. didn't—he didn't like cross my face. Like I didn't notice thirty-one and. Mm-hmm. That's a That in itself is a problem for me, Yeah, right?
1: Well, he just can't play inside. He needs to be back on the edge. They, they need to figure out something else for the inside uh, in, in that regard. Thinking of some other defensive linemen that we saw today, I'm just trying to think through. Junior was oh, out there a lot. Junior, yeah. I, none of the Vipers necessarily blew me away today. Right. Agreed. I, I wasn't necessarily blown away. But I think a lot of it was – oh, here's who it was. I thought Alexander Ehrensberger – uh, had a nice day from what I saw of him still doesn't really know what he's doing still I mean he's still a pretty raw guy he plays tall but he's really athletic for his size he had a couple nice pressures I thought up the middle too now uh, they've got Aiden Gobiro working at big end and he's just he just needs another year of getting bigger last guy I wanted to talk about I thought Tyson Ford had some really good reps today he lost a rep to I think it was Billy Shrouth, but he had some other really good wins today. He looked quick off the ball, seems to be carrying his weight pretty good. Good. I, I thought his he's using his hands well. He had several wins from from during the uh the one-on-one period. He was working with the down with the second group, so I was watching him. There was one period where I think he had three straight wins, just using his quickness to beat guys off the ball. You say, Well, he's going against the twos. Yeah, I know, but he's a two. Right. And if he can beat the twos, then, you know, that means it's time for him to maybe get some looks with that other side. I mean, there's there's no reason to put Nana inside if you've got a guy like Tyson Ford and you've got Donovan Heinisch and you've got Jason Onye and Riley Mills and those guys. There's no reason to put Nana inside. You're putting him in a position that's not fair to him to play because he just doesn't – he just can't hold his water inside, man. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, that's – um that's something that they need to uh, adjust and correct. They they can't have him inside because you're 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 going to see what you saw today because he'll get knocked back at times as a big end. Vince, what are you going to do playing three take? And I know it's dime right. package. That's fine. Don't have him in there during that. Right, it's not exactly. fair to the kid. Right, there's way too many kids. There's, that I thought showed the athletes. There's other options today. exactly that you can put there. 20 to 30 pound bigger options that you can put in there
2: and i realize they probably want to do you know they want to have the same guys on the field and they don't want to forget you that. know what don't know you want the guy that's going to be best for the job sub in sub them in and you're going to be just fine because there are enough big bodies on this roster that you can put them in on that package and be a heck of a lot better off than trying to slide non-eye inside completely agree with that yeah
1: but I, I did like what I saw from Tyson. It was good to see him out good. there today. Make him play. I, that's actually really good here. Hard. You know that I, was that was good to
2: see. I was looking at my notes for one on one, and <laughs> I would I, I do have one little note here on Aaronsberger, because you're right. He just kind of plays right, yeah. and, and he does look a little lost. But I, I have written down here ninety fast, like yeah. he was he was quick off the ball in a one on one against Christophe. I mean, he got it was quick. Uh, and so that was my only note was 90 fast, but that was the only rep that he had in that entire period. So,
1: you know, I saw him take a couple, he was kind of going back and forth, but again, you're watching different guys, but I thought he looked, he's just tall and and athletic. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he's he, he showed me some athletic stuff today, just still technically raw. That's a a lot of the defensive linemen and tier guys are that way. They just still need a lot of work technically. And hopefully, Coach Washington can kind of get them rocking and rolling. Linebacker today, there was we didn't see Prince Snead, Prince Collie, or Jalen Sneed. Neither right. of them were out there today. It's yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what if they were discussed, but yeah, we're just going to leave it at that for now. They didn't take any reps. I'll just say that right. they didn't take any reps. I thought that uh, JD was solid today. We saw Jack Kaiser sure. working inside a lot today as part of the dime package, right? I mean, again, it was it was a nickel day. We we saw a little bit of the base defense. I saw Maris just, Maris just, he's fast downhill, but just doesn't find holes. You know, um, that's the big thing, just doesn't find holes. Didn't look great in space. I mean, Aldrich got him that one time, just kind of looked the same. I thought JD was very good during the inside run period. We saw Nolan Ziegler. I thought he looked pretty good. There was one play where they were trying to run an inside zone and he just stayed patient reading his gap. And then when the running back bounced it outside, he just immediately went and pursued him and, and got to him. I'll tell you who really stood out to me athletically today. I think Jaden Jay, Osbury is getting used to playing in space. He doesn't always look super comfortable. I tell you the guy that athletically just constantly pops play after play after play after play. I think you know exactly what I'm going to say Vince Drake Bowen. That dude is explosive. Yeah. yeah, I mean there was one. Did you see the play where they hit him with a wheel route? Mm-mm. They they hit him with a wheel so. route, Vince. And, and it's where me and Sean were sitting. You and stars were down there. So I think it was away from you, but it was to us. Okay, gotcha. And they ran a wheel route, and he just exploded downhill. But he took a too far of a downhill angle. I'm like, they're about to run by him. But he just pivoted and just ran right with the guy. Drake is a dude athletically, and he is strong for a freshman. They have him playing Mike right now. That's At least that's where he played today. And that cat looked like a top 50 recruit that we had him as. Now, again, not always where he needs to be as a freshman isn't. And there's a couple reps where he was a little hesitant, but I mean, rarely. Drake goes. And if he's going to hit the hole wrong, he's going to hit the hole wrong going real fast. And there was times, Vince, during that last team period where he just, it's like, there's no hole for the linebacker to get through. And all of a sudden you see Blake Drake getting through the hole and getting to the running back. And there was one time where the running back went to make a cut, and all of a sudden Drake just shot through his knees and took him down. I'm like, okay, yep, this is who we thought he was going to be. Uh, really athletic. I mean, he moves yeah. at a different speed than all the other linebackers, in my opinion, uh, the the Mike linebackers.
2: like That, that kid's got some juice.
1: He's there got was, some serious juice.
2: There was one kid who I, I just want to bring up because uh, he popped in front of my eyes uh, in that last that uh, the last thing that they were doing. They were, you know, it's the full team or whatever, and uh, you know the second team or the third team. I can't remember which one it even was, but they were they're kind of going back and forth. You know, I had some speed coming downhill. Was Preston Zinter? Preston,
1: it's a good one, Vince, because he looked lost a lot of the. Practice. Oh yeah. But because he's still trying to figure right. He's still trying came. to figure it out. I'm like, man, he sure. doesn't look like he I love that you said that, Vince, because I know exactly the play that you're talking about. Yep. I was a little disappointed with Preston for most of the practice because it's just he doesn't okay. look like he knows what he's doing. And he's uncertain of himself and he's not running fast. There's one time he made a play and he just kind of put his head down. You can tell he's sweet. You've seen it, Vince. Oh, I've yeah. seen it. It's that freshman kid that's like, I have no clue what I'm doing, and I'm right. struggling. But during that team period, they what 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 it was a was it a run? It was a run. It was a run. Jaden Osbury blew up the lead blocker mm-hmm. and forced a bounce because yep. it was all the two freshmen made a play. Jaden was playing rover. He came up and rocked the lead blocker and forced a bounce, and all of a sudden behind him, you see Drake Dr- Preston was the will. On that play, Vince was he really? So Drake crashed inside. And all of a sudden, you see Preston and come from the will and just explode like a missile, mm-hmm. right? Because you know what? He didn't have to think. Yeah, I see the just ball. Go. <laughs> go and he and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> the dude that I thought was on high school. I know right. exactly. Is that's the play you're talking about, right, Vince? Yes, absolutely. And I'm like that running back's gonna beat him out As good as fast, the as running back's gonna beat him outside.
2: Nope. Nope. No, and I was like, he, and he 25? hit him at the line, like, yeah, yes, like, like he came over the top and then downhill, yes, in a hurry, yeah, in a hurry. Yeah. So yeah, and I I had to look him up. I was like, who the heck is twenty five? Right, you know, like, right. oh, okay,
1: all right. He looked lost for so much of the practice, and and it's obviously lost because you know he was kind of a he wasn't a true off ball linebacker in high school. He played tight end and off the edge, and
3: he was an athlete in high school. Was, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. He's still learning, but to see that, because here's the thing, Vince, if you don't accidentally run fast on a play, a guy that's slow doesn't accidentally run fast on a particular play. Right. If you can do that once, you can do that a lot more. And that's the thing, because he just was moving at a much slower speed than all the other linebackers throughout the practice. But you could see it in his head. His head was just... Vince, you you know the look, man. You're, oh, you're yeah. a, you, you you coached high school kids. I know you know the look. Uh-huh. I coached Division this. three, one AA kids. I definitely know the look, <laughs> and it happens to Division one kids too. Yeah. It's that look of I have no idea what I'm doing. Right, right, and 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 it over it's overwhelming. It it can really get overwhelming. And this isn't this isn't a knock on Al Golden. Not at this all. This happens to freshmen all the time. I guarantee you, Drake Bowen's going to have a practice like this, and Jaden Osbury had a couple reps like this. Preston, especially, who's not a he's not, he's a when I say not a natural linebacker, it just means he hasn't played pure off ball linebacker in his career. That's what I mean by that. Right. And you could just see he was swimming mentally. But he had there was another play that I that he did, uh, that he had a was it a blitz where he showed good downhill speed. But when you saw that play, you're like, that's the guy that we saw coming out of high school. Right. That's the guy that Marcus Freeman fell in love with when he saw his film. That's the guy that Marcus Freeman said, I gotta get that guy. And so you say he's got it in him because you you know you you like a kid's film, but then you watch him against other Division one athletes and like he's not really you know explosive like you thought, but then you're like okay it's in his head right now he's he's swimming mentally because you could see him put his head down a few times I I don't ever want to see oh man man you make a mistake you look to me you look to me as a coach I'm gonna tell you what you did wrong don't put your head down but that that was before that last play so I love the fact that he came out that last play. And even on the couple of the goal line plays, he came up, you know, had good sticks on on the lead blockers. But that play right there, Vince, to your point, yes, he he shined on that. Yeah, man, no doubt. You man, saw you could, the
2: athleticism. You could it, he he flashed. Is like okay, like that kid, that kid can play once he figures it all out. Which again, that's not a knock on Al Golden keeping it too complicated and sure. all of that. It's just because it like did, it wasn't an issue practice. for Drake
1: Bowen. I mean right. Drake Bowen did that hundred times
2: today, who's also playing <laughs> baseball. Right. So, like, there, there's a lot going on for Drake, Drake Bowen, too.
1: Drake, Drake's going to be a dude at Notre Dame, man. Jaden Osbury's really smooth and athletic, too. But he's getting used to playing in space. That's the thing for Jaden is is Max Bulla, who is just constantly coaching. Like, that's something I, was, I couldn't – he's just nonstop talking to the linebackers. Like yeah. I like to hear that. And it's coaching. It's like he's loud, he yells a lot, but it's – it's not yelling like, you, you know, it, it's, it's, he's coaching loudly. So everybody yes. can hear it. That's what you, yeah. That's what, what you want to do. That's what I told my receivers. I'm not yelling at you. I'm making sure that everyone else can hear my correction to you so that they don't make that mistake on the next rep. I thought Max Bullitt did a good job of that, or he's co- constantly coaching Al Golden works with everybody. Again, he's kind of oversees everything. But those freshmen are yeah, talented, He didn't, he didn't really work talented. a whole lot with
2: the linebackers today. No, At least he, when I, he was
1: working a lot with the D line yes, today.
2: Yes. Yeah. And then when they were doing some seven on seven, he was back with the DBs. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was all over the place. He's trying today. to be like
1: an NFL guy, yeah. you know, in, in that he's just the D coordinator yeah. and somebody else coaches. I mean, that's really what he's trying to do. Uh, we'll see if it works or not, but right. I, I got to tell you, man, I was so impressed with the freshman linebackers today. Cause again, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I was wrong on press and center. But then you see that last play, and you're like I oh, hope he's gonna figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Jaden's Jaden's very inconsistent, as you'd expect. Some good plays, but when he's when he's on, I mean, he runs, Vince. He can run. But man, just watching Drake Bowen just play after play, just like shot out of a cannon. You're like, you start thinking you know, of a future right? of like him and Jaden and Preston, and then Nolan Ziegler and and Jalen Snead, and you start thinking, okay, linebackers gonna be just fine. But yeah, Preston's uh, Drake Bowen, I. There was one play where he he just flew in on him and Sean Davis and I just kind of looked at each other and just like 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 we just got our <laughs> Christmas you know we just got downstairs for Christmas uh, and of course Sean had to make a couple jokes about I didn't think he could run though, you know, the sarcastic stuff that people said about him. Yeah. He's an athlete, man. And he's a little bigger than I, I mean. He's a legit 230. He's a legit 6'2", 230, Drake Bowen. Is would you would you not agree with me that the two biggest linebackers that they have right now, just size-wise, are him and Nolan Ziegler, or clearly oh, yeah. the two biggest linebackers yep. they have like length and thickness. And so I was very happy with that group today, Vince, uh, the the young guys. Uh, Jack Kaiser is a really good blitzer. They've got to use him mm-hmm. during the season Because he – I don't know how he does it, but he's really good at getting really narrow and getting through holes. But he knows how to time his blitzes. He was probably, I thought, the most consistently effective blitzer of with the first group at linebacker. He was just constantly getting hold, getting, and he comes. He does a really good job too. Uh, Kaiser does of getting real tight off twists and stunts. Yeah, like he doesn't loop. I mean, he hits that sucker like right off the backside. Right. I thought Jack looked really good playing inside today. Really good playing. Inside he min- today. he
2: minimizes his movements that yeah. makes him faster, which is great. Yeah, that was good to see.
1: Let's talk about the defensive back position, Vince. Uh, number one is we saw Ryan Barnes playing a lot at nickel today because obviously Thomas Harper's out, Don Schuler's out. These are things that Notre Dame has announced. Uh, and you're already thin at safety anyway. Ben Minich got a ton of two, two snaps today with the safeties because that's all they have. They only have four scholarship safeties right now that are healthy. We saw Ryan Barnes playing a lot in the slot. We saw Christian Gray getting a ton of reps with the first team at corner. We saw or second team at corner. We saw Jaden Mickey getting a lot of field reps uh, with the ones. Cause as we expected, Cam Hart takes no team in one on one. So right. it's all just individual stuff, which we expected at this because he's still not that long removed from his, his shoulder sur- surgery
2: and Clarence Lewis was playing a lot in the uh in a lot nickel. of nickel.
1: Lawn yeah, a lot of a little I bit see. of outside field outside. A little bit, outside? Little okay. bit yeah. I saw a, a lot. bit. Yeah. Every time
2: I saw him, he was at nickel. Yeah. So yep. a,
1: yeah. a lot of nickel. We saw Ramo, uh, <clears throat> Xavier and Ramon at safety, DJ Brown at safety. So let's start first at, at corner at safety events and we'll finish with corner. And we're going to finish with Benjamin Morrison. But I thought Xavier looked athletic. They didn't yep. there wasn't a ton of balls that came his way today. They had him up on the line of scrimmage
2: a little bit yeah. like it, playing in
1: the box, which I kind of yeah. dig with him. I yeah. ran away from him honestly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> True. A lot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I like moving him around. That you know, I don't think we're giving anything away, you know, saying that. But I I just like when they move him around. I, I think that he's an athlete that can make some plays, you know, in space, and he can he's an athlete that can make plays in the box. And so I like that they were moving him around a little bit. I saw a lot of action from him pre snap, um, which also tells me that he knows what's up. Like, know, yeah. he feels comfortable at safety now, and he was directing some traffic, and he was. You know, I, I feel like I saw him take that next step from a mental standpoint playing safety. Like he's, in my opinion, he's got the one safety spot locked up. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's his spot. And he was, he played like that today in my yeah. opinion.
1: Ramon Henderson might be the most frustrating player on the team
2: mm-hmm.
1: for me. Cause he's so athletic and he'll do some plays. You're like, that's a dude right there. And then. He'll just not do that the next play. He did
2: not do that.
1: It just <laughs> he has this body language thing which just frustrates me because he'll have plays Vince where, like today there was a, a and I can't remember who he was going against, maybe Jaden Greathouse, but he's in perfect coverage, and then he just stops running and the guy beats him, and it's like, what are you doing? Finish the play, right. you know, and just sometimes he just doesn't look he looks disinterested sometimes, I know he's not. But it's just the body language that he has sometimes. And it's just like he's got to learn to finish plays. Mm -hmm. If he can ever learn to finish plays, Vince, he's going to be really good because he is fast and he's long and he can hit. It's just he doesn't bring it play after play. That's the most maddening thing. Because here's the thing about DJ. DJ Brown's going to bring it every single play. He may be out of
2: position, but he's going to bring it. He's not
1: really talented. It's
2: like (laughs) like for a
1: Notre Dame safety. But he's going to bring it. That's the frustrating thing with Ramon is, man. Because when he is on, he is really good. He just his inability to consistently play with the same effort, play after play after play, is frustrating, in my opinion. And it's been Very that way
2: his entire career, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and see, one, yeah. you don't, you don't, the, you don't know if the lights going to go on in that regard. But he does some nice things when he's on. Agreed. And DJ yeah. Brown, you know, again, DJ is what he is. Ben Minich. It's a really good athlete. It's a little under, he, you can tell he's a freshman. He looks physically different than the other guys. He's got to really spend some time in the weight room. Still, he, safety is a really tough position in this defense. It is. There's a lot of safety, safety has to do, and he's just not there yet mentally. But it, when he's doing drills, he looks really good athletically. Sure. It's just when you get him out there in team and one on ones, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, who was it that beat him on the outcut, Vince? It was Jaden Thomas when they were doing, um, when Jaden was still in there getting one-on-one reps, Jaden just, I mean, he embarrassed him. I mean, he just kind of leaned oh. him out and hit him with a jab and then beat him on the back line. And then, and then he he's was like spinning just, this way and Jaden's going well, this way. I mean,
2: way. wide yeah. open. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it just – it was a rookie against a veteran. He just didn't know what he was doing. But when he knows what he's doing, you can see the athleticism from him. He's just – he's going to need time. And, and that's why it's still maddening to me that they haven't moved Clarence Lewis to safety yet. It just – Agreed. I don't know what they're waiting on. They're wasting opp- – because they've got a yeah. million corners, man. I mean, they've got a million corners. But uh, they're going to have to figure something out of safety because they're very thin back there. And your your answer is what, Thomas Harper? Thomas Harper's a nickel. Right. He's not a safety. Right. He's a nickel. You recruited him to play nickel. Let him play nickel. Let's move to corner, Sean. And we're going to do Benjamin Morrison last. I'm going to start with a rookie. Christian Gray is the real deal Now he's not as advanced as Benjamin was in the fall last year, in my opinion, technically, but athletically and competitiveness wise, he's really good. He is, he is like Sean at looked at me. He's like, you remember watching this junior film and you're just, we're just like, yeah, you know, he's very smooth and instinctive, but does he really run fast? And then senior year, you're like, oh, okay, he can run fast. And you saw today, Vince. He's so explosive. I mean, but he he doesn't look like explosive because he's – and this is the thing with Benjamin Morrison. He's so smooth that it almost masks how fast he's moving. And that's how Christian – it's creepy how much him and Benjamin Morrison physically look alike their body types and their move. I mean, do you know what I'm talking about Vince? Oh, like, yeah, You can tell the difference because Benjamin doesn't have that giant concussion thing on his head. Right. So you I mean, you can physically tell them apart. Sure. But if, if, if you were just looking from the neck down, you'd have a hard time sometimes telling the difference. They're very similar body types, easy movers, easy movers. And Christian's just like
2: glue and coverage, man. Like as he as made plays he, today, like he, there a were lot he of made plays. some plays and it was like, I had to look down at 29. Like, oh, in the past game in
1: the past yeah game. in the past he's got to get I'm a lot about. stronger My, coach maker's getting on him a lot in the run in the run game so he's got to get a right. lot
2: stronger in the run game but sure. yes
1: pass game one, that was
2: yeah. but ben morrison had issues and in, in the run game last year too i mean he needs to get early bigger on yeah early, early on, on right i mean yeah. he was he was it wasn't the lack
1: of willingness it was no. bad angles not using your hands to get right. off blocks you know right. stuff like that it was and you got to get stronger it wasn't a lack yeah. of it wasn't like yeah. a,
2: no. You know, it no wasn't that at all it just I mean, I know we're not talking about Ben Morrison yet, but last year it was more like he's there thinking he's about 30 pounds heavier. Right. right. You know what I and mean? He'd
1: make the tackle as he's getting run over, but he's <laughs> hanging on. You know, that
2: that's that but that's where Christian is, right? I
1: mean, because sure. they're 180 pound rookies. Right. It wasn't a lack of effort, but it was just look, you gotta be at the right angle. Use your hands to get off this. Don't go this way, go that. It was it was all coachable stuff. But when they get into the pass game. That kid is really good. He is really smooth, Vince. He's gonna, he's gonna be he's gonna be a special one. Like we've talked about how good Rico Flores is. There was a play. What I'm trying to think what what, what was it? It was an option route in the red zone. And, and Rico tried to hit him with a stick move, and Christian was like, dude, I'm on you. Like, you're not going anywhere. And just was all over him on that route. He is um what was, yeah, and they had another breakup of against Rico on the back, on a backline route. I mean, he's just, he's so sticky in coverage. I mean, you got to watch that kid play and say, Mick, it's your job to get him coached up and ready to play in late August and September because we're moving Clarence to safety. So we've got Ben, we've got Cam. Right. We can use Clarence in the nickel as well. We've got Chance. It's your job Mickey. to get Christian Gray and Chance Tucker ready to play. Yeah. Because you watch that kid play and you're like, He's not a redshirt guy. I mean, if he's he's got to play. He's got to play. And Jaden Mickey I thought looked really good today as well. Yeah. And here's the biggest reason why. <clears throat> the reason Jaden looked good today is one reason and one reason only. He for the first time that I have ever seen him practice, he showed patience in coverage. Cuz Jaden's thing is he's so aggressive that you could double move him Every freaking play. We saw it in games last year. We saw it. It's the one thing we warned about last year. Vince was. This is how you beat Jade Mickey. Give him a double move, and he's toast. And I'm not talking like a stutter and go. I'm talking simply a a nod. I mean, and he's biting on it. Right. There were times today where they were trying to do that stuff to him, and he was just sitting on it. And he was what? And he was trusting his technique, trusting. That shows maturity. Yes, but he was just being. Uh Look, make him commit. You can run with this guy. Make him commit. And I thought I thought Jaden did a really good job with that today. Yeah, I, I thought he was he was quite good in my opinion today. He uh got beat. It's not perfect. He got beat on that pivot route by by Lorenzo because he he thought it was a slant, bit too hard, and and overplayed it. But there there's a lot of other times, however, where you're you're just like, okay, this kid's a good player. He had trouble with Tobias Merriweather because Tobias is so much bigger than he is. And the Quarterbacks, but I mean, he showed some really like. If that's your number three corner, you're good. Right, you're really good. And then now you've got Christian Gray coming along, and Chance Tucker is up and down, but shows some ability. You sh- you're good enough a corner man, and you get Michael Bell in the fall. So you deep. got right. Mean, you got to move Clarence Lewis to
2: safety. That's arguably, it was confirmed to me today. It was arguably one of the deeper positions on the team, right? Yeah. If you're talking just pure talent, I mean. I guess you could say quarterback because there's only four of them and there's, you know, you can only put one on the field, Uh, but you know, corner is a deep, deep position and they're going. And with how not deep safety is they, you know, they're going to need to make some moves. And I personally would rather see them do it in the spring, you know, so you can get some live reps there and, and start learning. But I mean, I guess if they do it in the summer, so be it, but it needs to happen.
1: Yeah. It needs to happen. Because you're you're good there, and Clarence yeah. isn't necessarily better. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the way from what I've seen of of Christian Gray, by the time we get to late August, he's going to be ahead of Christian Gray, just like yeah. Benjamin Moore. Yeah. I mean, uh, Clarence Lewis, just like where Benjamin Morrison was. I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah, and, and with Jaden Mickey coming along, yeah, there's just no reason he's, he's going to he get gonna, buried. You know. He's gonna
2: get buried and he can Or they're
1: gonna force him onto the field because he's a veteran
2: (laughs) and they won't put in
1: talent. Clarence needs to be playing. It's true. You gotta find the right role for him. Correct. And I could look if they moved Clarence, if they just watched today's practice and saw what I saw and were just like, guys, we just gotta do this and move Clarence to safety, I'd be shocked if Clarence isn't starting by the Navy game.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely agree. Shocked at safety. Look, Notre Dame can be very, 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 very competitive with Xavier Watts and Clarence Lewis at safety. And Ramon and DJ as the rotation guys. Yeah. You know, and, and no yes. doubt. And then use Harper and the nickel. Like that, 100%. you could be very competitive yep. doing that. Yep. And I, it's just one of those situations where it's like, well, we can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you?
1: you know who else they had playing nickel today that I thought at least against the run looked really good was Ryan Barnes. He's really physical coming up at the point of attack. The three he guys made they some have nice playing, tackles yeah, in space did.
2: today. Actually, and, uh, uh, he did some nice. He plays. looked really
1: good in, in in the nickel today. I thought, and against the run and the perimeter screens, he just doesn't execute his assignments enough. I mean, he'll he'll be out of position. He'll take the wrong sure. angle. But he he made a lot of good plays today. I thought in in nickel. He also ended the scrimmage with a phenomenal play. Uh, did you, that it, now it was an underthrown ball, but he was hip to hip with Braylon James. And just out jumped him for the ball, yeah. And and picked it off. He had another play later where I think it was a wheel route, but they tried to throw it over him, and he just got his hands up and tipped it. And then a safety almost picked it should off.
2: Have picked it off, yeah. Uh, should have picked it. Ryan
1: off. made some plays today, and I think yeah. that play was out of the, the slot. That the one I'm talking about, I think, was out of the slot. The one he made at the end on the interception against against on St- of Steve Angeli against Braylon James. That was as an outside guy.
2: Yeah, it was a corner. Yeah. So
1: I was happy to see Ryan making plays today. But they are loaded at cornerback. And we're going to finish with Benjamin Morrison. He was a he's been getting beat a couple of times in some of the practices. We've seen some clips. Now, it's not often. We've seen a couple of clips of him getting beat, or even we sure. You, I don't know if like he just kind of took that personally. I don't know Benjamin like that, but he was a he he was a dude today. Like he was a dude. He was physical in coverage today. Yes. He's such a patient corner. I mean, he's so incredibly patient. But he was physically, Vince, looked so much stronger when the ball was in the air and with, with routes. And even, like, one of the plays where Tobias beat him – or no, it's was Dion beat him, like, on the first practice. He was in great coverage. Deion just out-muscled him for the ball because he's 215 pounds. But he competes for – he's he's able to compete a lot harder for the ball this year because he looks just stronger. Yeah. But his feet – you know, you see him in person and you're like – you know his feet are wow like they're impressive man they're impressive uh he's so smooth he was a dude today I mean yeah. he got beat once for a touchdown but it literally required like an absolutely phenomenal ball and catch from the receiver and that's that's gonna end up being so good for this team and when they get cam Hart back in the fall oh yeah that's what's gonna make these receivers so good is because I gotta i mean they're literally this is a literal statement the best cornerback tandem that the Notre Dame receivers are going to face all year next year is the one they face in practice
2: every day agreed
1: there's not a better cornerback tandem on the schedule than than Benjamin Morrison and Cam Hart and they're not even having to face Benjamin right now
2: it, I mean uh, Cam, Cam right now right right and so but I, what I can it's speak to make about them so yeah, much better man. what I can speak to about Cam he looks just bigger you know what I mean? He doesn't look like that freshman anymore. Right. He's he's put on some good weight, but it hasn't decreased his athletic ability or his speed or his feet or anything else. He just looks a little thicker, looks a little stronger. You know, he plays, I mean, he's always played with Moxie, right? But he just mm-hmm. plays with the confidence of a veteran type player. Because he he, mm-hmm. he got his, you know, however you want to say, it, your, your toe into the NCAA world, right? Like he doesn't play like a rookie. You know, he never really played like a rookie, but he just played with more confidence. It's like, I'm trying to figure out a a good way to say this. He looks
1: a year older and more physically advanced. I mean, that's what it is.
2: Absolutely. And it's making him even better. Right. So that was good to see, because I think a great player just got better, which
1: Because that's the thing, Vince. It's like the guys that stand out to me are always the guys that just move different. Sure. Tobias looks different than the rest of the receivers right? I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And, and of the veterans. And then you watch Jaden Greathouse and you're like, that guy moves different. Mm -hmm. Uh, you look at Drake Bowen, you're like, that guy just looks different. He looks different than the rest of the guys at linebacker, even, even the ones we like, he just, he's got something about him. Benjamin looks different than all the other corners. I mean, he just, you just watch them play, Vince, and you're like, yeah. I mean, and you and I – look, Vince, you and I have seen some stars. I mean, we've seen – Sure. I mean, because you and I go back to – since I got here in 2010, we've seen Manti a bunch of times in practice. We've seen Michael Floyd. We've mm-hmm. seen Will Fuller. We've seen Julian Love. We've seen Troy Pride. We've seen Jalen Smith. We've seen all those guys with our own eyes. And you can see it. You're like, oh, that guy That guy reminds mm-hmm. me of – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you watch Jaden Osbury and Drake Bowen run, you're like, that dude's different. Those cats are different when you look at Benjamin Morrison and that's what gets me so fired up about Christian gray. Cause there's only one guy at cornerback today that moves like Benjamin Morrison and it's Christian gray as much as I mean, Jade Mickey did some really nice things today and Ryan Barnes and chance Tucker, but it's just like, yeah, those guys are good, but that kid's just different, you know? And there's a lot more of the dudes on that. Billy Shrouth just is just different. Yes. I mean, he's just a different dude than those other cats at guard. He's just different. Jason Onye today looked different him and Riley Mills just move different than everybody right. else that they have yeah and and you see that and you're like okay this is what I want to see this is what you get fired up about and and um you, you Nolan Ziegler's that way we haven't seen Jalen Snead we didn't see Jalen see today but when we've seen him in the past Jalen moves different he's just a different athlete than other cats and there's just so many more of those guys on the team right now Ryan or Vince, it's okay. You called me Sean uh, earlier, too. Mike. Sorry, man. I didn't. I called you, you Sean and Ryan at the set in the same <laughs> yeah, thing. That is I true. corrected Sean to Ryan, <laughs> uh, then called you Vince. I see this is what this is just a sign that you and I aren't doing enough shows. To <laughs> I know, face. right? Seriously. Um, but that is it. Am I, I mean, am I like, is am I missing something here? There's no. just more dudes, yeah, right now on this team compared to the past, and, and you know, Chris Tyree athletically is that guy he just want but even like jabron Payne, you're like man that kid that's your that's your four string running back right there Are right you kidding me right uh, it, not for long the way if he practiced if keith press like he did today this team that's what gets me fired up at the end of the day vince is when you see a benjamin morrison like that guy's different but you know what he's not the only guy like that at corners exactly. that number 29 looks pretty special too Right. But, you know, you watch Nolan Ziegler and you're like, this guy moves different. And then you're like, but he ain't alone. You see that number 23. You see the number 25, 20, 32, uh, 34, Drake Bowen. And then, of course, Preston Zinter did what he did at the end. And Preston Zinter does it in a six foot three, 225 pound package compared to Jack right. Kaiser, who's 6'1, 220. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or, or JD Bertrand, who's 6'1, 230. It's just, there's just guys that move different. And that's what's so frustrating about Ramon Henderson, because at times he's that guy. But then other times you're just like, nope, he ain't it. But I just I got fired up today, Vince, because we saw a lot of those kind of guys. Sure. Um, I wish I would have seen more from the Vipers today. That was a little bit um, disappointing. But I also think they were practicing different stuff. They were doing a lot of stunts with them. They were it, it to me. To me, it appeared that they were doing a lot of bull rushes today. Was just part of the blitz packages, yeah. bull rushing to to fr, to occupy to the tackle to free somebody occupy. up. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind when we say the Vipers didn't do a ton. Uh, just trying to provide context for maybe why that is. You know, because somebody asked me how Josh Burnham did, and I was like, I didn't see a whole lot. He just kept running through guys. But then I was like, thinking, I was like, that's exactly what Jordan did. That's exactly what Junior did. That I just think that's what they were doing today. Yeah, sure. You know. Um, You know, I I don't remember Jordan, other than one-on-ones, I don't remember Jordan ever trying to run around someone in practice. I just think that's just not what they were working on today. And and that's what you do in practice sometimes. It's, hey, we're working on this today. Yep. You know, that's what we're working on today. So I just want people to keep that in in mind when you're referring, when you're thinking about, well, man, he didn't talk about this guy or that guy. Just keep that in mind. But at the end of the day, Vince, what I'm most excited about is just watching this team. There's just a lot of, I think that guy can be a star.
2: Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that. Yep.
1: And and also more of, I think that guy can be really good. Yeah. But like, you already know you got some stars. When I watch Billy Shrouth, I'm like, that kid's got a chance to be special. Not just Mm -hmm. good. He's got a chance to be special. When I watch Tobias, that when I watch, I mean, when the fret, to your point, Vince, you made a great point. Watching those three receivers in the field at the end of the practice, you're just like, they don't have a clue what they're doing right now. Nope. But when they figure it out, (laughs) those are some dudes. Right you know Absolutely. those are some absolute dudes uh when you watch Preston Zinner you're like this kid has no clue what he's doing but then all of a sudden you're like oh okay but Drake Bowen was doing that all practice long Jaden Sneak Jaden Osbury just moves different and that's what has me fired up Vince is there's just a lot of dudes on this team more than normal where you're just like this is they've got some they got some dogs, man. And you know yeah. what I mean by that is that I is do. where you want to be. Bama has a lot of dogs. Georgia has a lot of dogs and Notre Dame is getting there. They're not completely there yet, but man, because here's how I see this in, in happening. I see Christian gray at some point in time this year being the number three corner. And then next year, when cam goes to the NFL, he slides right into that field corner spot. And then the year after that, when Benjamin goes pro Clarence, uh, Christian slides over to the boundary and takes over for, benjamin that's how i see that happening like that's the transition that's how good he is and um it, it had me fired up today vince I, somebody asked in the chat and we'll get to the questions here in a minute vince somebody said you know how does this team stack up and that's what i want to ask you because this is now your second practice just how does how do you feel right now about this team relative to what we've seen in the past especially the last couple of years yeah. when you think about <clears throat> where you've been with, with when you're watching this team
2: in the spring the team just moves different i mean the, the from top to bottom, this team just moves different uh they're 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 faster, they're stronger i mean, you know, yes, there were front- some front line guys obviously in the past, but this is a roster that's different right and that's that's the biggest difference for me is watching these guys just go through drills and watching these guys like something as simple as watching the quarterbacks play catch with each other. And watching the ball just hit the, the kid in the chest every single time with zip. And, you know, I can't remember the last time I saw that from all four of the guys playing catch with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Watching these guys just go through and do the things that we've seen every other, you know, Notre Dame team go through. They just move different. Yeah. And it, there's a crispness to it. Part of that is the way they run practice, too. I mean, there's just not a lot of downtime. There's not a lot of opportunity to sit around and just be there. Uh, so, I mean, that's part of it.
1: That's a, and when they do that, Vince, it's intentional. Oh, 100%. Like about halfway yes. through practice, they just stopped. Yes. And guys are taking a knee, getting water. Like, we're going to take a little quick little breather, and then we're getting right back to it. I, right. Did, did you see that part? I thought that yeah, oh, was yeah. right before they went to special yep. teams. But you know what they were doing? They were
2: also they're getting coached up at that point, too because yeah. they were with their position coaches and their position right. coaches were coaching them up while they were getting their water and kind of taking their break. The rest of practice was go, go, go. I mean, they were always doing something. And I know this is going to sound, maybe it's going to sound trite. I don't know, but the drills that they were doing, you could tell why they, mm-hmm. they had game day application to them. Okay they were doing this one drill during special teams where the guys were holding a two by four and the guys would come up and they would grab the two by four and then they would shed it to shed blocks on a kickoff return. Mm-hmm. Like there, there were very clear applications for every drill that they were doing. No wasted time, no wasted motion. And these guys were in and out of these drills like crazy. It's just different, man. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just different. And I know for you not being at practice the last couple of years. So like, the practices that you had seen to now it's got to be night and day.
1: Yeah. Cause I went a couple of years and didn't get a chance to see some of that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm so, saying like, yeah. And that's why I've said like, it's, it's, it's kind of like Vince where what you have seen is like, it's like you watch your kids grow up and you see them every right. day and you don't always notice. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, you, you got tall. It just, <laughs> it just, it happens where Seriously. it, where I'm like, it's like my nieces and nephew. I won't see my, my niece Layla for six months. And the next time I see her, she's like, or my my niece Allie for like six months. And the next time I see her, I'm like, dude, you grew a half a foot, mm-hmm. you know, like, and she's already really tall for her age, but it's just like, it looked, wow. I haven't seen you in a while. And and I noticed the spurt. And that's what I say about this team is there's all, this team needs a lot of work. It's March, they, April 1st. They need a lot of work. Uh, a lot of technical work with some of the young guys guys got to get stronger guys got to figure things out be more assignment correct there's a lot of there's they're very much a work in progress as a team as you expect on april 1st not even halfway through spring ball right but as you said there's just there's just more guys that you're just in loose emoji and i would used to talk about this like there's just guys that look different there's just guys that move different you know like first time you saw chase claypool you're like this kid has no clue what he's doing but when he figures it out Good night. I mean, you got no chance. I mean, you just you see those guys, and you reckon first time we saw Jeremiah Uso-Kormar, you're like, this kid's not nearly big enough to play college football right now. But this cat moves different than everybody else does. You just you see it, yeah. And and there's more of that on this team, and 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 then the guys that aren't that way, you're still just like Jabron Payne might be their fourth or fifth running back in the fall, maybe, maybe higher after you know what he's yeah, doing. But, right. But you're just like. It's not that long ago. He's your number two, Maybe if not number your number one. one. Yeah, I mean he'd have given Tony Jones Jr. a run for his money as the number one back Absolutely. in twenty nineteen. Yes, and you're just like that's the thing too is there's just the depth of talent where you're you're missing several players and yet you're still throwing a scholarship dude out there to play. Right. You know, and I think that's something else too is is in part of that now look what's helped with that Vince is you've got more early enrollees now. You've Yet twelve early enrollees sure. on campus.
2: Oh yeah, it makes a huge. You know, eleven difference.
1: practicing. Whereas in the past they would cap it at three, and then they capped it at five, and now they're just like, screw it, just you know. <laughs> and uh, but but it was funny because Sean looked rolled over to me as well when we were watching some of the guards struggle, and he goes, "They better hope they figure this out before Charles Jagasol shows up in the in the summer." <laughs> but that's but that's another one that's coming here soon, and that's what gets you excited. You watch Joe Alt, and I'm like, I've seen some great left tackles in my days following Notre Dame. I've seen zach martin in person i've seen ronnie stanley i've seen mike mcglinchy i've seen leah mikerberg and you're just like joe walt yeah he's he's special Mm -hmm. right so that's the thing is when i'm comparing these other kids i have something pretty unique right next to it and i thought your point too vince about how him and billy shroud worked together today from a communication standpoint was really encouraging yes because you can be two great individuals, but not be a great partnership, and you need to be in that great partnership. And I thought your point about Andrew Kristoff was spot on. In one on ones, Andrew does not win a lot. Nope. But when he gets out there in team, he's 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 good to go because he works well with his team. How often are guards in one on ones? In games? right? Exactly. Rarely.
2: Exactly. Rarely.
1: And that was the I thought you that was I mean, you made great points today, Vince. But that was one of the best. Is that's what matters to me when that kid got out exactly. there in team and when the offensive line. They caught a lot of L's in the one-on-one period, yeah. But when they went to the combo stuff, they weren't catching any L's anymore. Exactly. That's more important to me than winning a bunch 100%. of one-on-ones.
2: Hundred. If I'm the offensive line coach, I want the five guys. Of course, I want the most talented guys, but I want the guys who are going to work the best together because that's yeah. what you need to be. You know, you hear the cliches of all the all the time. You know, five to one. Like you need to be the five best one-man line, right? Like that's what you want. And if if Andrew Kristofic is going to be the best guy to work with the two guys next to him, that's who's going to start. Even if there's a guy that has better one-on-one talent, I don't care at mm-hmm. guard, center guard. Like that doesn't right. necessarily matter to me. Is it great? Sure. But I need you to be able to work well with the guys on my right and the guy on my left. Because if you can do that, you're going to be in great shape and you're going to start on a very good line. Yep. Yep.
1: Vince, are you ready to uh, move in the mailbag next? Yeah, so let's we're gonna get to the thing. mailbag
2: next. But before we do, folks, do us a favor.
1: Uh, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. If you're not watching or if you're not a member already, please sign up for the message board. You are so missing out. You you miss out on everybody going off on Vince yesterday uh, for him saying that he doesn't think that Notre Dame can win the national championship of basketball. I actually disagree with you on that, Vince. That's okay. Uh Now, 10 years ago, I would have agreed with you, but now the way that the game has evolved and the one-and-dones and just some of the great coaches are out, there's no Coach K anymore and some things like that, I, I think that Notre Dame could in this modern era, especially with NIL, if they can get their NIL game right. That, the basketball team's is the one that really needs to step up their NIL game more than football. We'll get to that. That's another conversation for another day. It's going to be harder, but it's kind of like – remember when Michigan made the – well, we'll get into that in the mailbag. But anyway – uh, but you you missed that it was a great conversation and Vince obviously responded but I'm just giving you a hard time about people. It was that. great, man. So people I like given Sean a hard time last night when uh, Iowa beat South Carolina because uh, mm. apparently Sean said something like it's "the it's not going to happen" or something. I don't know, but I didn't I didn't hear. But anyway, so that's why you got to be on the message board. So definitely check that out at boards at archbreakdown <laughs>